Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Real World. This is your host, Juan Pablo Sá, talking to you from the CITR station at UBC Point Grey Campus, located in the unceded territory of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. This week, we have a very special episode, and that is the case because I am once again joined by the incredible, the amazing Lily Grow. Say hello, Lily. Hello. Hell yeah. And we are both very excited because this week, we're going to be talking about the Oscars. Our Oscars and the real Oscars. Both Oscars. Hell yeah. Lily and I watched the Oscars together yesterday. We went to the Vancouver International Film Festival to see the ceremony. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Lily and I competed in a bubble-blowing competition. <laughs> yeah, we won some VIF merch. Hell yeah. VIF prizes. Hey, you won some bowls. Yeah, I won yeah, yeah. two bowls and a tope. <laughs> Lily bid me. Lily Score. bid me. She she blew the biggest chewing gum bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Uh, but uh, okay, we'll delve into the real Oscars after our first section where we're going to be discussing the results of the real world Oscars. So, you know, for those of you who tuned in last week, we, Lily and I, we came up with our collective list of nominees of who we would nominate if we were the Academy, if we were nominating people for all of these categories. Uh, and then it was your turn to vote. And you guys voted. We received many results. Uh, thank you so, so much for participating. And now we're going to go down the list and see what you guys picked. So, starting from the top, start from the bottom. Start from the bottom. <laughs> Although I think it's pretty okay. obvious. <laughs> best original score. Who won best original score, Lily? For best original score, um, our winner was Babylon. Hell yes. So I'm very excited about this. Yes. Giving Babylon some recognition because it sadly got snubbed in this yeah. category yesterday, <laughs> even yeah. though it deserved to win. Uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, I guess I guess uh, last thing I'll ask about this category is, you know, if you were voting, who would you have voted for out of out of our nominees? Out of ours, I voted Babylon. What about you? I would have voted Babylon as well. Maybe the Batman, but I would have voted Babylon. <laughs> I would have thought about the Batman. Okay, but well, I would have voted Babylon. The Batman was our runner-up. It it was it was so there surprisingly strong. Okay, moving on. The second category was best animated feature and. I'll just say that I'm very impressed by how competitive this category ended up being. Yeah. So who won Best Animated Feature in the real world Oscars, Lily? Well, it was a tie. It was a tie in between what films? It was a tie between Pinocchio, uh, uh-huh. Guillermo del Toro's. Yes, not, the, not the shitty <laughs> Disney live action one. And Puss in Boots, The Hell Last Wish. Hell yeah. Which I haven't seen, Puss in Boots. You gotta. Florence Pugh plays Goldilocks. Right. Yeah, that, that would be the reason if I did watch. But uh, yeah, I have heard actually very good things about it. So are you happy with that tie? Honestly, I, I, I couldn't be happier. Like, I love both of those films. I think yeah. they're both incredible animated films. Me personally, you know, my heart belongs yeah, to Guillermo yeah. del Toro's Pinocchio. I love Del Toro. I love Pinocchio. I love that film. Uh, but Puss in Boots and the Last Wish, that film had no business being as good as, good as it was. You know, like, you know, I, I think we mentioned this in our previous episode, but... You know, so many animated films right now are lacking good, proper villains. And out of nowhere comes Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, with not one, not two, but three incredible freaking villains. And it, it was just, it was an amazing action-packed spectacle with animation akin to Into the Spider-Verse. I, I loved it. Me, personally, I would have voted for Del Toro's Pinocchio. What about you, Lily? Me too. Hell yeah. 
Okay, third category, best visual effects and oh. unanimous. Yeah. <laughs> this was a pretty unanimous category. Yeah, what was it? Avatar The Way of Water, which I would have voted for. What about you, Lily? Are you a contrarian? Makes sense, except for the fact that I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, so I think I might have voted. Uh, I'm looking at. Oh, I don't even remember. I think I must have voted for everything everywhere all at mm-hmm. once, maybe. You know, hey, I respect that. Everything everywhere all at once, visual effects made by like four people. Like, yeah. that's pretty freaking insane. But I like. I haven't seen Avatar, but <laughs> I've seen bits of it. Oh, yeah. Kind of, like, that makes sense. So, yeah, it was. Nearly everyone. And the chewing gum it. game we played yesterday oh, was yeah, in yeah, honor yeah, of yeah. Avatar The Way of Water. So we're actually the biggest <laughs> Avatar fans ever. We <laughs> volunteered to play an Avatar-themed game. It only makes sense that they would win our Oscars. Hell, hell yes. And, and the only reason why it was an Avatar-themed game is because the bubblegum was blue, okay? That's <laughs> that's the only connection between bubblegum blowing and Avatar The Way of Water. Yeah. That was it. Uh, but yeah, extremely well-deserved. I, I said this last week, uh, Avatar The Way of Water has the single greatest visual effects I've ever seen in my life. Um, wow. Best production design. Who was the winner, Lily? Oh my gosh, how exciting. The winner of best production design. In in our Oscars. This is in our, the real world Oscars. In this is not the real Juan Oscars. And I chose these nominees. <laughs> yes. You guys voted. Yes. And you voted Babylon. Hell Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Because we are like part of, as we've said, the small crew that supports Babylon. And here we are. Yeah, yeah. L- Lily and I are members of, a, of an exclusive club of people who actually enjoy Babylon. Yeah. <laughs> There's like five of us. But we're, we're proud of it. We're happy. <laughs> yeah, we're we're small, but we're powerful. Look at us. <laughs> like, look what we brought. Hell yeah. No, I mean, I definitely believe Babylon deserved best production design. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about the Oscars and who the Oscars picked, but... uh. I'm very happy with this result. I, I would have definitely voted for Babylon, and you would have as well, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, I did. Okay, moving on. Cool. Best International Whoa, Feature wait. Film. Actually, but White Noise was in Best Production Design. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you did vote for White Noise. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so, wow. Lily's getting off the Babylon love train. White Unbelievable. White Noise was really close to winning, <laughs> um, but Babylon got it. But, like, I still support Babylon. Hell yes. But White Noise was the only one I managed to get in as a nominee for the yes. for our Oscars, and so I think I must have supported it for that one. Partly because Lily forgot to argue for Adam Driver and Best Actor. But yeah, I don't <laughs> want to talk about we'll that. We'll talk about I'm that later. Still mad at myself, <laughs> mad at the universe. Oh, that was that was too funny. Uh, but uh, I mean, hey, I'm a White Noise hater, but even I have to admit that the production design in White Noise was absolutely stellar. Yeah. I just, I generally believe Netflix must be, like, hitting themselves in the head right now because there's no freaking way they would have spent so much money making white noise if they knew it was going to get mixed or bad critical reception and also not a single Oscar nomination. Like, that film was just a dud. From a business perspective, there are some fans, which Lily is one of them. Which I'm one of them. But from a business perspective, yeah, I I think Netflix is not happy with how that turned out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm still happy with Babylon taking this award. The house, the glamour, it was, oh, all, yeah. it was all very beautiful. So Very beautiful. Now moving on, best international feature film. Here we actually had another tie in between which films, Lily? Oh, another tie. Hell yes. Um, for best international feature, it was a tie between All Quiet on the Western Front and Decision to Leave. Hell yes. Well, I wish... 
decision to leave would have won. But I also haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, which after <laughs> last night, I'm really, really upset that I haven't seen it. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I would have obviously I voted for decision to leave. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but it got the tie. Hell yeah. Oh, you didn't vote for Triangle of Sadness? One or the other, I forgot which one. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, for me, this was done deal. I, like, I'm decision to leave 100%. That was my favorite international film of last year. I absolutely love it. Park Chan-wook killed it. One of the most ambitiously directed and edited and DOP'd movies I've ever seen. Um, absolutely loved it. You know, a film noir for the modern times. I, I, That film had my vote. But, you know. Not no hard feelings against All Quiet on the Western Front. That's an excellent film that I also very much enjoyed. Yeah, and Triangle of Sadness came runner up for this category. Let the record yes. show. Yes, because I'm like a big <laughs> big Triangle of Sadness fan. So Triangle of Sadness was an amazing film. It, it deserved it deserved more at the Oscars. I will say. <laughs> it did. We'll we'll talk about that in, in a second. But uh, <laughs> best film editing. Best film editing. Also, this was a bit of a unanimous one. Hell yeah. Who was it? Everything ever roll at once. As it should be, okay? <laughs> Best film editing, yeah. 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 I mean, sure, Decision to Leave has some great editing. I think I might have voted for Decision to Leave, but... I think I did too. It's it just like when, like yesterday at the Oscars, seeing all those clips from Everything Ever Roll at Once, and yeah. you just see like everything they were juggling, all the different universes, the different versions of the characters, yeah. the different tones, themes, from like action to romance to mystery to like jackass style humor to 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 it's like they're mixing so much stuff and it would have just fallen flat if it wasn't for the editing so extremely well deserved and you know even though i technically voted for decision to leave i think now (laughs) if i were voting right now i would change my vote to everything everywhere okay so you're very swayed by the majority I no, I'm, <laughs> you're, I'm you're easily influenced. Okay, no, <laughs> I'm swayed by the clips I watched yesterday, okay, and I was okay, like, okay. oh yeah, you know, I you know, I agree. They because they were juggling a lot just to literally like have people understand their yeah. plot, and editing is what makes it, it understandable to make sure that they're keeping whatever continuity, making sure people understand what's going on. Um, decision to leave is like eye catching and all, yeah. but. I know what you mean. Everything Everywhere was just, like, incredible. Yeah. Like, here's how I'll put it. If Decision to Leave had had not the best editing, it would have, it would still survive. Like, it would still be a decent film. Like, yeah, you would still watch yeah, it and yeah. you would still be like, I get it, I understand. If Everything Ever All at Once would have had subpar editing, it would have failed miserably. <laughs> no one would have understood a single yeah, thing yeah, that was exactly. happening. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, well deserved. Now, moving on. Best Cinematography. Who was our winner, Lily? Oh, our winner for this category was After Sun. Hell yes. Oh, I love to see them. I'm picturing them on the stage. I'm loving it. <laughs> That's what we needed. So I'm glad we're getting it now. I'm I'm very surprised. I'm ver- I'm generally very surprised by this win. Like I I will say out of all that out of all our nominees, I think the cinematography for After Sun was the most understated and minimalist. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not cinematography that is like you know the cinematography in Elvis. It's like insane and colorful and 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 reflections and mirrors and it's like calling attention to itself. The cinematography in After Sun it's it's very subtle. It's very understated. It's simple shots. Yeah. It's minimal camera movement, but. It is beautiful, so I, I I can see why you guys voted for it. In my mind, uh, 
I, I generally don't know how everyone is overlooking Bardo, False Chronicles of a Handful of Truths. I know, I know. No one watched them. <laughs> that, yeah, that might be a <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is <laughs> the reason. Say. Yeah, I actually do know why it's getting <laughs> overlooked. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's a shame because in, in my mind, that is by far, hands down, the best cinematography of the year. That and Blonde, which... Um, we weren't able to nominate Blonde, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> and there was another film we weren't able to nominate for this category, which I had in my list, but Lily made me take it out. What did you want in this? <laughs> oh, the Oscar winner for Best Cinematography, All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, I made you take that out? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we replaced we replaced it with After Sun and The Northman. Yeah, so, and look, I'm know. speaking to the masses. I know what the people like. So. You do, you do. Hey, you know, k- kudos, Lily. Congrats. Thank you. I'm I'm proud of After Sun. I'm I'm happy about this. I'm yeah. I'm I'm happy as well. It's not yeah. It's not what I would have voted for, but I'm very happy. Okay. Now, best original screenplay. This was a, this was a sweep. This was also very unanimous. Also. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing. I voted for that. Lily voted for that. We all voted for that. We love the screenplay of Everything, Ever all at once. Absolutely incredible. Moving on. Best adapted screenplay. This was a toughie. This was, this, this got really close. Kind of close. But which one won, Lily? You say it. Top motherfucker. Oh, sorry, Lily's grandma. Sorry. I'm, I'm not going to curse. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, Adam. Sorry to the whole family. Yeah. Sorry to the whole grow family. But, uh. Top Gun Maverick won Best Adapted Screenplay. And I find this hilarious because I, I am, I, you know, I think it's fair to say that out of the two of us, I am the bigger Top Gun Maverick fan. Oh, <laughs> but yes. not even you I are. was arguing for Top Gun Maverick for Best Adapted Screenplay. Like, that's a Lily edition, okay? <laughs> I did put it in. I don't think I voted for it. Do you remember? I think the only reason why Lily put it in is because she didn't want Glass Onion to slip in. <laughs> so yeah. she was like, anything else. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick, I'll I take would- it. <laughs> I would rather Top Gun Maverick than Glass Onion. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of that. So yeah, okay. I am surprised that it won though. I am. Hey, I mean, if this shows you something, is the amount of love that people have for Top Gun Maverick. Like they voted for it for best adapted screenplay. Like, I, hey, I love Top Pinocchio Gun Maverick. Pinocchio was in for this <laughs> yes, category, yes. and you voted. Pinocchio, Top the Gun. Batman, Marcel. She said incredible screenplays and then they voted for the screenplay that is just like plane flies here <laughs> i'm shocked by no, our listeners hey, hey no judgment i i love the film i love the film i just i don't think the screenplay is it's it's shiniest asset but slight ju- judgment from no me. yeah well yeah 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 slight judgment from lily yeah yeah i'm, I'm speaking for myself i know you're okay with it but Looking at the other nominees, like this is a little bit okay. It's fine, but it's you know fine. what? I put it, I put it in there. So yeah, you you got it in here, so- Lily. <laughs> this is thanks to you. I, I should thank you. Yeah, Top yeah. Gun Maverick won one award in in our Oscars thanks to you. But I will say, That's like great. after after I saw the results of our poll and after I saw that Top Gun Maverick was winning, I was like, huh. And I went to, I went back to rewatch some of the most dialogue heavy scenes in Top Gun Maverick, and I was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know what? This this is good writing. You know, you know, yeah. Pete Mitchell is crying, and he's like, talk to me, Goose, and I'm like, this is this is good, wholesome, you know, family friendly writing, and I love it. So good for you guys for voting for Top Gun Maverick. Alrighty, moving on. Best supporting Best actress. Supporting actress. <laughs> Sweep. Sweep for who? Stephanie freaking Shu from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, she played Joy. Is her name Joy? Yeah, her name was Joy, right? Joy, yeah. She played Joy, the daughter of um, 
of of Kihoi Kwan and and Michelle Yeoh characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she also played Jobu Tupaki, yeah, <laughs> the main villain from Everything Everywhere. It was a crazy role, yeah. And yeah, I think Lily and I would we both agree. Do do we? Ooh, I think I might have voted for Tang Wei actually yeah, for I decision really to leave. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I what Tang Wei did, but hey, no judgment. I I freaking love Stephanie Shu and I love what she did here. Yeah, I I thought she was gonna win the real Oscars, not the real <laughs> world. <laughs> but um at least she got here. Yeah. You know, I mean, something that we need to take keep in mind with the real Oscars is that real Oscars are as much about, you know, talented performances and good performances, but it's also about the narrative, you know? It's also about what's the story behind this person? Like, Jamie Lee Curtis has an yeah. incredible story of 65 years of acting in genre films where she hasn't been recognized. Uh, Ki-Hoi Kwan had this amazing story about, uh, like acting in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, then leaving Hollywood because no one would hire him because that's how racist Hollywood was. And now he's back. And same with Michelle Yeoh, which for all her life, she's been relegated to acting in like martial arts roles. And then out of nowhere, she gets to be center stage, front and center, main character in a great, great performance. So yeah, I think the narrative uh, has a lot to do with who wins. And Stephanie Hsu, even though I think out of the real Oscar nominees, she deserved it the most. You know, her narrative, just she just didn't have a narrative, which, yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, Stephanie Hsu won by a landslide in yeah. our Oscars, uh, as she should have. Best Supporting Actor, who won Lily? Aw. Also, <laughs> okay, so this is, how many have we even got accurate to the Oscars? Uh, well, I'll go through them after we go through the whole list. We've got a few, but <laughs> yeah. this one... Same as Oscar's best supporting actor was Ki Hui Kwan. Did I get the middle? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Ki Hui Kwan. I don't, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I think. Uh, I actually forget who I voted for for this one. I feel like I might have voted Paul Dano. I voted Paul Dano for the Batman as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, and to be fair, Paul Dano was like the runner-up, uh, tied with, t- tied with Brendan Gleeson for the Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, this was a tough. Tough category. Yeah. All of these were really, so many great really performances. Strong. Yeah. I I just generally think that like hardly there has there have been few performances that have scared me and disturbed me as much as Paul Dano as a Riddler. Yeah. Um and that's one of the main reasons why I voted for him. I thought it was truly, truly an exceptional performance. Uh but hey, nothing against Kihoi Kwan. Incredible turn. It, like mm-hmm. such an amazing performance. And we'll talk about the real Oscars in a while, but seeing him up on stage crying looking at the camera and telling his mother look mom i want an oscar yeah. oh it just it just it I just did warmed cry. my heart i did cry you did cry i did cry like many times like all the speeches were so <laughs> they beautiful. were they and were. this one was an especially beautiful hey, yeah we'll go we'll go through them in a while but okay best lead actress winner michelle yo from everything everywhere all at once mm-hmm. um i personally voted for mia goth for yeah. pearl I love Mia Goth from Pearl, and I think horror movies deserve more recognitions in, in, in all of these awards. I think Mia Goth gave one of the best performances last year. I mean, in my opinion, the best. Uh, but, I hey, once again, no no shame, no shade. Michelle Yeoh was absolutely incredible. So freaking badass. I think I voted, I wanted Anna Darmus. I also think I was the only vote for her. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you were! <laughs> but that's okay. This was also... So many amazing performances. I'm really glad Michelle yeah. you won it. But no, and hey, I I applaud you for going for Anna de Armas. I I I I I am in the minority of people who like 
kind of found artistic value in Blonde. I didn't hate it. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm going to get canceled just for saying that. But, <laughs> I, I, you know, I found artistic value in the film and I thought Anna de Armas' performance was one of the strongest parts of that movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. I agree. Uh, best lead actor. This was also very, very close. Oh, yeah. And who was her winner, Lily? Pulling through with by just one vote was Paul Mescal. From, from what After Sun. Hell yes. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, also- I mean, I think it's kind of similar to, um, was it cinematography that we were talking about where it's like, it was a really amazing performance and cinematography was also very good. Yeah. A little bit more understated. Yeah. The acting and like just the role maybe doesn't stand out as much. So it's like a little bit of a surprise, even though I do love him myself. Yeah. Um, But a few of the other performances were like Brendan Fraser was we had up here and then Colin Farrell. So I'm glad he won. Hell yeah. But it was more of a subtle performance, I think. It for was. For me, at least. Like, I, I felt it a little bit differently. What about you? Yeah, no, I mean, Paul Mescal was one of your additions. So, kudos, Lily. Here's another <laughs> another one of yeah. your additions taking the win. Uh, yeah, I mean, me personally, I would have voted for Brendan Fraser, which, might I add, uh, you know, Lily said that uh, Paul Mescal won for one vote difference. And, you know, the runner-up was Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I thought Brendan Fraser's performance in The Whale was incredible. Uh but yeah, you know, the performance of Brendan Fraser is definitely a lot more showy than the performance of, yeah. of Paul Mescal. Like, Brendan Fraser is, is crying and screaming and showing a full range of emotions. But a lot of the acting that Paul Mescal does in After Sun is more under the surface. It's more like you don't see the emotions in full front in his expressions, but you see them boiling underneath the surface. Mm-hmm. You see you see a deep, deep sadness that yeah. is that is he's trying to maintain hidden so that his daughter won't see how sad he is. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot more subtle, a lot more understated. And, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm impressed you guys voted for him, but I can't disagree. Amazing performance. Now, best director, another sweep, the Daniels, everything ever all at once. Lily voted for the Daniels. I voted for the Daniels. We, we, we all agree on this one. I mean, they deserved it. Like, how the hell do you make a movie as insane as everything ever all at once and make it work? Well, with great freaking directors. So, yeah. The movie didn't make itself, and I'm glad they won. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hell yes. <laughs> uh, and best picture. Who was her winner, Lily? Also, everything over all at once. Yeah. W- w- with a sweep, might yeah, I with add. Like, yeah. <laughs> More, like, yeah, 50% of our votes out of 10 nominees, 50% of our votes went to everything ever all at once. Yeah, nothing else said, stood a chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, and I don't disagree. It was the best movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I forgot to mention, I want to give a huge shout out to the one person who voted for Tom Cruise in Best Lead Actor. My man. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, gosh. We almost did it. <laughs> you see, that was the category. <laughs> almost. Hey, 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 hey. I guarantee we, we got, Tom Cruise got one more vote than Adam Driver if you would have been nominated. <laughs> no. No, no, yeah, because you would have voted because for him. Because I would have, so it would have been at least a tie. So it would have tied, it would have okay. tied, okay, okay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you, Tom. Uh, I'm sad you couldn't come to the actual Oscars yesterday, but hey, at least you showed up in the little clip of flying your plane with Jimmy Kimmel. 
And then yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, you you missed that part, Lily. It was at the very start. That was like the the opening sketch. That's how Jimmy Kimmel entered the 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 stage. He was like flying on on the, on the plane with Tom Cruise, and then Tom Cruise ejects Jimmy Kimmel, and then Jimmy Kimmel comes down parachuting, and then <laughs> he drops down into the stage on his parachute. Wow. And it was I missed so the cool. best part of the whole yeah, the yeah, whole event. Yeah, you did. Hey, at least you didn't miss Cocaine Bear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will say. That was so ridiculous. The bear almost tripped. Her. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the bear almost tripped Elizabeth Banks. That's getting a bit excessive. I will say, like, I I expected many things out of this year's Oscars, but if there was one thing that I would have never expected is to hear the words, cocaine bear, leave Malala alone, coming out of the mouth of Jimmy Kimmel. I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> That was a weird series of events. I agree. Like to plan a clip with, like to plan a little sketch with Cocaine Bear, but then to plan it with Malala, that's it. It's like, who came up with that? I, like actually what was going through their head, oh. that they're like, no, this is what should happen. I don't know, but I think humanity's a little bit better after that. I think, I, okay. think, I think we all gained something out of that highly spiritual experience. We gained something <laughs> spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. I mean, let's just go very briefly. Uh, Best original score in our Oscars, um, we we chose Babylon. Real Oscars, it went to someone else. Best animated feature, it's a tie, and one of those two was the one that went for the Oscars. Best visual effects, we agree with the Oscars, Avatar The Way of Water. Best production design, we don't agree with the Oscars. We went for Babylon, the Oscars went for All Quiet on the Western Front. Best international feature film, uh, we half agree with the Oscars because it's a tie, so, you know, All Quiet oh, yeah. on the Western Front won. Uh, best film editing, we agree with the Oscars, Everything Everywhere. Best cinematography, uh, we don't agree with the Oscars because we went with After Sun. Uh, best original screenplay, Everything Everywhere, we agree with the Oscars in that category. Best adapted screenplay, we don't agree with the Oscars because you all voted for Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> My man. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, the Oscars went for, the, the Oscars went for, uh, what did they go? Uh, women talking. Um, then best supporting actress, um... We went for Stephanie Hsu. We didn't agree with the Oscars. The Oscars went for Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, best Supporting Actor, Kiwi Kwan. We agree with the Oscars. Best Lead Actress, Michelle Yeoh. We agree with the Oscars. Best Lead Actor, uh, Paul Mescal. We don't agree with the Oscars. Uh, and Best Director, The Daniels. We agree with the Oscars. And Best Picture, Everything Everywhere. We do agree with the Oscars. Now, we are going to go into a little musical break. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to go through the real Oscar winners. The winners of the real Oscars. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to talk some more about Cocaine Bear. Hell yeah. But, no, I'm Perfect. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but okay, yeah. We're going to go into a little musical break. And we are actually going to listen to the song that won best song at this year's Oscars. And that is what song, Lily? Natu Natu. Natu Natu, and here it is. Zuru, 
listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Are you looking for ways to be a part of the community through low-stakes opportunities like volunteering? What about making friends that are really cool or have some common interests? Well, I'm here to tell you that at CITR, you can come volunteer at Volunteer Wednesdays, happening every other Wednesday from 12 to 3 with a really fun activity each time, like making signs or button making. Not only is it a great break from outside stress, but a great opportunity to be a part of the community. For more information, you can visit CITR's Instagram page at CITR and Discorder. Welcome back to the real world. This is your host, Juan Pablo Sá, talking to you from CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. I hope you'll enjoy that musical break. Of course, you just listened to Natu Natu, the Oscar winner for Best Song, Absolute Banger. What do you think, Lily? Amazing. I haven't seen RR yet. Hell yes. But the performance last night was, I think, the best yeah. of evening i will say the dance performance that you saw yesterday yeah it was intense it was hype it was full of energy yeah imagine that but times a thousand in the actual movie Mm -hmm. like when the dance scene happens in the actual movie it's like fast editing fast pacing the choreography is even faster because of course they speed it up a bit you have like 
500 extras. They're all dancing. There's like dust and sand it's and insane. wind. And it's like people are falling down tired and you see the sweat on their brows. It's, it's ah, the Natu Natu scene in RRR is just absolute insanity. I've got to see it. Yeah, because even last night it was like the coordination, like the energy in that performance so yeah. high. And the movements, it was just like so sharp and just so perfect. Like, and coordinating that with however many people were in that scene in the movie, like I cannot believe. I'm really, I'm glad they won. And by the way, one of the one of the performers, one of the main two guys who danced Natu Natu yesterday, is the main star. Is one of the two stars from RRR. So that's, that's like insane. That is like my man. Like you didn't even get like a like a stunt double. Like it was just you. It was you doing all those dance moves, mm-hmm. which I'm like mind blown. Uh, but okay, anyways, we will... Uh, are we on air? Yes, we are on air. <laughs> Can't you know, Lily's not silenced again. <laughs> uh, I apologize, Lily's grandma. Uh, I did unintentionally silence her last week, but not this week. Lily's yeah. talking now. <laughs> but uh, in honor of women talking, Lily is talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, now now we'll go through the list of the of the actual winners for the Oscars. Uh, so best makeup and hairstyling went to The Whale, which this was a surprise win for me. Uh, I you know I I love the whale I love the whale I think it's an incredible film I think I gave it nine out of ten in Take One which was like the 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 other radio show that I did <laughs> during the summer uh, I I yeah I freaking adored the whale but the whale has been a very controversial movie for a lot of people so I I thought the controversial nature of the whale was gonna you know keep it away from certain awards that in my opinion it should have won if I would have voted I would have given it to the whale as well but I I I didn't think the Oscars would have I I thought they were gonna vote for Elvis. Um, and something that usually happens is that the best makeup and hairstyling award usually goes hand in hand with an acting award. So like, for instance, last year, the eyes of Tammy Faye won best makeup and hairstyling. And then lo and behold, later on in the night, Jessica Chastain won best actress for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Okay. So yesterday, as soon as they announced the makeup and hairstyling award, and as soon as they announced it was the whale, I I just knew Brandon Fraser was gonna get that oh, best actor. Okay. Yeah, and I just knew I had messed up tremendously for predicting Austin Butler. Oh. Um, and any thoughts about makeup on her selling? Okay, well I haven't seen the whale yet. I guess I also thought it would have been Elvis then. Um, that's probably who I would have would have voted for. Yeah, I mean, I would have voted for the whale or or the Batman. Like, come on, man! Like the penguin, the makeup they put on Colin Farrell for the penguin and the Batman, insane! I remember first time I saw the picture of the penguin, I was like, "There's, like, who's that? Like, there's no freaking way yeah, that's Colin it Farrell." Did take me a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think me personally, I would have voted for the Batman or the whale, but I, I'm very glad the whale won. Uh, now, best film editing and everything, everywhere, all at once, won it. As Lily and I already said in the first part of this conversation, extremely well deserved. Mm-hmm. You agree? Yeah. Hell yeah. Now, who won Best Visual Effects, Lily? Visual Lily? Effects, the winner was Avatar The Way of Water, so. Hell yeah. And we chew bubblegum on its honor. Yes, because we love Avatar. Hey, I love Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 there, there's no sarcasm coming from me, okay? <laughs> Lily, maybe a little bit, but not for me. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, and who won Best Original Score, Lily? I was wishing it was Babylon, yes, but it wasn't, yes. as I said before. Original score, but this is one that you liked, yeah? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Quiet on the Western Front? The, yeah, the score for All Quiet was amazing. Like, you're saying, a, like, the intensity, like, the dun, 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 whatever. And the... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> many of those... <laughs> the sound like, effects. 
There's like people eating breakfast, and then you suddenly hear, and you're like, oh my god, war is coming. What is happening? Eat your eggs faster, man. They're going to kill you. And so, yeah, I mean, the score for All Quiet, great score, great score. But I do agree with you. It's, it's, not, it's not Babylon. It's not Babylon. Do you still listen to the Babylon score, Lily? Yeah, I love the Babylon one. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked the Banshees, and I also liked everything everywhere all at once. I need to see All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. <laughs> you so do. that I can understand what you're saying. Yeah, no, the score was great, but yeah, it's it's not Justin Hurwitz Babylon. Come on, yeah. man. Like, the Babylon score was incredible. But yeah, I, I do think, like, if this showed something, is it, it shows that Babylon was an incredibly controversial pick. It was an incredibly controversial film. And people had a hard time loving it. And yeah. I have a feeling some Academy Award voters just weren't able to separate their feelings towards the film yeah. as a whole with their feelings towards the score in and of itself. Because I think, I think, okay, I, I, I believe that like art is subjective, you know, and you could say like, oh, this is subjectively better than others. But I think for this category, I think I would go as far as to say that in my opinion, Babylon was objectively the best score. Like it was just absolutely incredible but uh but yeah people oscar voters just didn't jive with the film i guess mm. uh okay we'll go shame. we'll go through the short categories pretty quick but um live action short was an irish goodbye i was predicting la pupil i, I got it wrong oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I i i completely i failed miserably at all of this short categories okay for the record last year i only got two categories wrong okay in my really? predictions Wow. This year, I got like eight wrong. I I I failed. <laughs> oh god! Uh, I did get a bingo though. I I did I did got a bingo yesterday at Viv, and I I won a sippy cup wine, which was which was really good, and I also won tickets to go to Viv. Yeah. So score. Lily and I will be going to Viv soon to watch some Studio Ghibli movies. Perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, live action short. I predicted Le Pupil. The actual winner was an Irish goodbye. And yeah, the, the only thing that I have to say about that Irish goodbye is I love their speech and I love the fact that they took the time to sing Happy Birthday oh, to one yeah. of the main actors of an Irish goodbye. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was really cute. Was that like the first time that's ever happened? Just uh, singing happy birthday on the stage. That's the first time I remember. But yeah, I mean, you know, last year they made the very controversial decision of of giving out some awards on not televised, like during commercial breaks. And that was very controversial. And all of these shorts categories, they got relegated to, hmm. to, to those categories that were given not in the main broadcast. And I'm glad that this year, you know, the Oscars listened to the criticism. They brought all categories back to the live broadcast. And look at this. We got an incredible moment of the whole, you know, freaking stadium. What's it? Auditorium. <laughs> <laughs> Singing happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. So it, uh, for me, it was worth it. Now, best animated short film. What was the winner, Lily? Animated short film yes. was The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. Hell yes. Uh, yeah, I watched all of this leading up to the Oscars. Uh, I watched them at VIF, actually. They were doing a screening of like yeah, all of them yeah, together. Yeah. Um, I, I think The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse was the worst one. I'm, so, I, I, I'm sorry. Really? I'm so, it was so cringy. It was so <laughs> freaking cringy. It's like, okay, Lily, here's how I'll put it. Okay. Imagine walking into one of those cheesy stores and you go like to the back where it's like all the inspirational posters like that you see like in like normal offices and yeah. it's like keep trying you're doing your best and uh -huh. it's like it, it might seem like you're far away but look how far you've come and it's like <laughs> all of those okay now imagine grabbing all of those inspirational quotes and just making a 30 minute script where every single time someone opens their mouth is to say one of those inspirational things 
Mm. Like for the first five minutes, it was cute, and I was like, okay, I can see children being like, wow, I'm learning so much. But then when the horse started opening his mouth and being, you know, sometimes being kind is the best thing you can be. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Jeez. stop. Just just stop. And Idris Elba plays the fox. And it's like, what the hell? I'm like, uh. And I, I swear, it's like they a bunch of animals. They just keep walking and they just like stumble or they fall. And then they're like, you're doing your best. Best, and that's what matters. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but these are some great impressions. We yeah, should just do an episode you, of you doing you. the impressions. What were you rooting for? Uh, uh, no, but hey, uh, last thing I'll say about the boy, the okay, mole, the fox, okay. the horse. I'm, I'm not finished. Sorry, I'm not finished. Sorry. Go ahead. After like 25 minutes of just like animals giving inspirational quotes, just like the horse just goes like super depressed, and you're like, oh my god, what happened to the horse? And then the boy goes to the horse, and he's like. Don't worry, horse. Everything and they're British, by the way. So it's like, hey, don't worry, horse. Everything will be okay. What is wrong? And then, and then the horse opens his mouth and says, "You know, little boy, I used to be able to fly." And then everyone at the VIF center just completely lost it. Like everyone started laughing because the horse, oh, out of nowhere, no. came out like, "I was able to fly." Like, what the what the hell are you saying? And then I'm not kidding. The horse just like sprouts wings and they start fly. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm watching. Is that how it ends? No. Okay, so they they fly off and then they get to because the whole plot is like the boy needs to find a home and he wants a home and he wants a home and the animals are trying to help the the boy find a home. So then the horse flies off and they get to a little village and the boy goes to to the houses. But then the animals are like super sad because yeah. they're like, oh no, we love the boy. And then the boy turns around and it's like, you know what? I finally learned that home is not a place, but it's you guys. It's being with the people home I love. Home is where the heart is. <laughs> yes. And then they all sit together. They hug. And I'm not kidding. A freaking shooting star appears in oh the background. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's the cheesiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I wouldn't have voted for it personally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, no shame. I, I I think it's good. Like the animation style, gorgeous, gorgeous. But uh, uh yeah, not not gorgeous, my not, not my favorite script. I, I would have voted for uh, Ice Ice Merchants was incredible. So, so freaking good. I would have voted for Ice Merchants or My Year of... Oh, sorry, Lily's Family, but that's the name of the of the Oscar. <laughs> My Year of Dicks. It's okay. such a good short. Um, yeah, incredible, incredible short. Um, Ice Merchants or My Year of Dicks, those would have been my picks. But yeah, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Flying Horse it, it took, took the award. <laughs> Uh, yep, that went longer than I was expecting. <laughs> Sorry for my horse rant. It's okay. Now I don't have to see. Sure, <laughs> yeah. I, I know the whole thing. Achievement in sound. Who won, Lily? Achievement in sound. Top Gun Maverick. Hell yeah. They took the sounds from the planes and it was incredible and used it to make the sound of planes. Yes. So proud of them. So proud of them. You know, Babylon went home empty-handed. Triangle of Sadness went home empty-handed. The Fablemans went home empty-handed. Banshees of Inisherin went home empty-handed. But, but top gun. freaking gun Maverick didn't go home empty-handed. Thank God. What would we have done? I, I think the world would have ended if Probably. top gun Maverick would have gone home empty-handed. I'm glad empty-handed. we're sitting here right now. I am very happy. Okay, costume design, and the winner is... Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah, huge surprise. I mean, the first Black Panther film took this Oscar for best costume design, and I just didn't think they were going to give the Oscar to a sequel. Like, I, I, you know, many of the costumes in Wakanda Forever are kind of variations of the same costumes we saw in the first film. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I don't think they're going to give it 
Uh, but, you know, seeing the clips yesterday that they played of all the different costumes, yeah, I must agree. Some mm-hmm. of the costumes she designed for Wakanda Forever were incredible, especially for the underwater people, for the for the people of Talokan and for Namor, like his big headpiece and the headpiece of Queen Ramonda. Incredible, incredible work. Yeah. Uh, I was predicting Elvis, but uh, yeah. Elvis? As we said, Elvis went home empty-handed. <laughs> I feel... What was I predicting? Maybe everything everywhere? I... I, I think like those costumes, those are so cool. I think I would have voted for Babylon or Everything Everywhere. Yeah. But I was predicting Elvis just because of the fact that, you know, the Oscars do love like, oh my God, they recreated the time period. And like Elvis is a famous guy and Elvin, Elvis costumes are like super. They're intricate, very like. Yeah, and yeah. colorful and big and flamboyant. But Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Makes well sense. This, so this was Ruth Carter and she won for Black Panther, like the first one. Yeah. And she was the first black woman to win that category. So now she's the first black woman to win it twice and for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I I also think I read a stat being like she's the only black woman to win like two Oscars in in something like that. Don't quote me. Costume design. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but she killed it. Um, Best cinematography. All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh. Cool. Well deserved. Great cinematography. Uh, Lily made me take it take it out of our real world Oscars. Oh, I'll but, never live it down. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'll I'm never kidding. live it down. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, I would have voted for Bardo, but I I was predicting All Quiet and All Quiet won. Uh, best production design. Huge surprise. Uh, I was predicting Babylon. I think everyone in the world was predicting Babylon. Babylon was sweeping. Like it, it gen- like every single production design award was going to Babylon. No one else had won any of these. And then. Out of nowhere, all quiet on the Western Front. They were like, hey, look at us. We got trenches. We got trenches and we got trains. Trenches. <laughs> you see give that pile of them, mud? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we built that pile of mud. You see that fake blood? From the ground up. <laughs> yeah, hell yes. Yeah. Uh, hey, I mean, uh, those were some good looking trenches, you know. That... I mean, we couldn't do it ourselves. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Lily and I surprised. wouldn't be able to build trenches that looked that well. Yeah. We <laughs> but... could try, but. <laughs> but we'll fail. Yeah. Uh, best director Daniel Scheinert and Daniel Kwan the Daniels for everything ever all at once the Daniels extremely well deserved extremely I I loved when Daniel Schneider I think when Daniel when one of the Daniels uh, when he was giving his part of the speech and he said like I want to thank my parents for never inhibiting my creativity and you know for sticking with me when I made all of those like disgusting raunchy horror films Mm -hmm. and I felt that. I'm like, oh my god, I, I, I love that man, and I, I, I love those guys. I love what they're doing. I love their body of work. Swiss Army Man, Swiss Army Man was incredible. Uh, and like, it's cool to see a team win and yeah. see them kind of talk to each other up there and just thank each other for like believing in each other yeah. when they were lacking confidence. I think it was Daniel Kwan was talking about like imposter syndrome and yeah. how like together they were able to kind of get through that and obviously still felt it while Hell he was yeah. up on stage, but as a team. They created something amazing, so well-deserved. Completely agree. Actress in a leading role, Michelle Yeoh. Was very happy about that. Yes. Me, personally, I would have... I think I would have voted for Kate Blanchett. Yeah. I think Kate Blanchett gave the best performance of the year, but Michelle Yeoh was, like, a close... Like, such a close second that, like, I, I, I'm not mad. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm very happy for her, and she definitely deserves it. And I also loved her speech where she was like, you know, don't let anyone tell you you're past your prime. Oh yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful shit. Uh, actor in a leading role. Oh, this this brought tears to my eyes. Brendan freaking Fraser for the whale. Oh, the renaissance happened. The Brendan Fraser renaissance truly happened, and yeah, it made me happy. He was crying. He was sentimental. 
once again, I thought The Whale was going to be such a controversial film that I didn't think people were going to vote for it. I thought Austin Butler had this one in the bag. Yeah. Uh, but no, Brendan Fraser took it. And I'm very happy. You know, this is one that, yeah, I got it wrong. I didn't win a prize yesterday because I got this one wrong. But uh, but that's fine because I'm happy for Brendan Fraser. <laughs> you haven't seen The Whale, but, you know. You're 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 gonna watch it now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, best original screenplay, everything ever. We both agree. Uh, best adapted screenplay, women talking. You know, not Top Gun. No, <laughs> it's a real shame. <laughs> it is a shame. No, I mean the big shame is that she said God's snubbed for the entire freaking year. Okay, yeah. she said Orquijermo del Toro's Pinocchio deserved best adapted screenplay, but uh, you know, I'm happy for Sarah Pauli. I I love Sarah Pauli. Sarah Pauli made an incredible documentary called. Stories We Tell, I think. Uh, beautiful, beautiful documentary. Uh, I love Sarah Polly, and I, I know she has a lot of fans. And, you know, I'm I'm glad to see women being recognized in the Oscars. And Me too. Hell yeah. Uh, and well-deserved. Great, great screenplay. Not, not wouldn't have been my pick, but, uh, but you know, great screenplay. Uh, animated feature, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. No surprise at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. Uh, once again, absolutely loved when Guillermo del Toro went up on stage and was like, Animation is not a genre. A genre. Animation is a medium. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" You. T- oh, sorry, sorry, Adam. And and I was like, "Frick yeah!" This was <laughs> the award I didn't see. Yeah. Get given. Yeah. This is it? the one you missed. For those of you who don't know, Lily came in late to the <laughs> award ceremony. Fashionably late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. She was she was very fashionable. You but know. I'm very glad that it won. Yeah, yeah, no. And Lily was also sitting in the stairs for the first 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought I should let you all know. Yeah. <laughs> she came in so late I that there were no seat. seats. <laughs> so she was sitting in the stairs and yeah. I felt very bad. That's okay. <laughs> uh, it was funny though. It was very funny. Oh, I'm <laughs> glad I got you got a laugh Dude, out of it. Adam, um, Adam, I, I'm telling you, you should have seen Lily sitting in the stairs. It was super funny. I got a seat by the end, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did get seats. Yeah. Um, I, I will just say, I would have given Lily my seat. Oh but my li- gosh. But Lily was in a group with like four other people, okay? Mm-hmm. So it, it's not that simple. <laughs> that, that's why I didn't do the gentleman thing, okay? Yeah, Lily's but... family, don't come at me. Um, I, I know you're listening. That's why I'm giving all this caveats. Uh, okay, best original song, Natu Natu. Incredibly well-deserved. But applause from Tell It Like a Woman. What do you think of Sophia's performance? It was one... <laughs> it was a performance. It was a performance. It was. It wasn't a bad performance either. It wasn't. I mean, I, I'm just tired of Diane Warren getting in, like, every single year getting an Oscar nomination for, like, songs that are, like, you know, the, like, pretty standard like, Oscar-y really songs. I didn't love the lyrics, like... I don't, I don't think like, I could even hum a part of, the, of, of, like, the melody if I tried. It was just, like, I don't know, like, love yourself, whatever. Applause. Tell like a woman. Like, it was just, like... <laughs> Oh, give yourself a pat on the back like I actually yeah, have no clue like don't yeah. quote me on this but like the, that's what the vibes gave like just like yeah, love yourself yeah. like yeah true but also it, it, whatever it, I, wish, I wish they would have nominated Chao Papa instead of applause from Tell Like a Woman Chao yeah. Papa deserves it okay but the performances while we're here yeah we are saying we love the Natu Natu performance incredible we talked about really it already cool. what do you think of This Is A Life <laughs> performance um I okay. I will say, uh, uh, okay, that performance happened right before Lily and I went to play the Avatar blowing bubble gum game. So yeah. we were. I was sitting at the stairs for this performance because yeah. I was chilling with Lily. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, okay. In one hand, from an objective perspective, the song, in my opinion, didn't sound as good 
as it could have. <laughs> it didn't sound nearly as good. Yeah. I was like, so I'm sitting with my friends who haven't seen the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, just wait for this one, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready. Yeah. Listen up because this one's beautiful. It starts going and I turn to them and I'm literally trying to defend myself yes. because I'm like, no, guys, like, please believe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have good taste in music. Like, it's better. Listen to the recording because it just was not yeah. being like the performance just did not live up to what I've heard the song, like but, how you know, I've heard the song play. That's that's what happens with live performances. You know, it, it's it's uh, you sometimes get some great shit. You sometimes get some not some good stuff. And, uh, you know, sadly, uh, This Is Alive didn't sound as good as it should have. But watching that performance did make me very happy. Like, the performance I, was fun. And like seeing the guy with yeah. like the, the sausage fingers. I don't like when people c- complain about that. Like everyone's like, Ugh. it was weird. Like, okay, but that's like also the point. Like, yeah, the performance... Like, the dancers, the costumes, like, that was all fun. I just don't think it sounded as good yeah. as it did, like, the actually produced version yeah. of it. But that's also fine. Like, that happens and I, all the time, live performance, as you said. I gen- I generally think, like, seeing that performance, like, it, it really it really brought tears to my eye to think, like, mm. like, look how far we've come. Like, the movie with dildos and sausage fingers and a raccoon that talks and rocks and weird editing yeah. and like absurd absurd storylines that is the film that is getting to show this musical number at the oscars and it is the film that ended up winning best picture it just it just made me feel very happy about the future of cinema yeah it's nice to see something like, different yeah it's something incredibly original incredibly touching and it is good to see that the oscars are recognizing genre films yeah it's uh, it, it just made me happy But yeah, the performance of Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever was very good. Very good. Uh, I found it funny that they took the Lift Me Up part very literally. They they started lifting Rihanna up, which was just quite cheap. funny. Yeah. Uh, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. I, I love I love Top Gun Maverick. I love Lady Gaga. I love that song. She has such a beautiful voice. I liked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then documentary feature, Navalny. Um, I, I watched Navalny at uh, VIF. Great documentary. Shut up, VIF. Yeah, yeah, many shout-outs to Viv in this episode. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a documentary about uh, Putin's main opposition leader person who is currently imprisoned in Siberia. So it is a very topical documentary because of everything that is going on with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, so I can definitely see why it's wide one. But on top of that, I also think it's a great, great documentary. And, you know, it's enjoyable for everyone. Like, if, if you guys are interested in knowing what happened with Navalny... Um, and the opposition against Putin's government. It's definitely a documentary that is worth checking out. Uh, documentary short, The Elephant Whispers. Uh, this is another one I got wrong. <laughs> I, pred- I was predicting Strangers at the Gate uh, because Malala produced it, and that's why she was there. Oh, and that's, that's why Cocaine why. Bear was niffing her. <laughs> I didn't even know, like, why she was... Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 she produced Strangers at the Gate, so I was like, oh, okay. Mal- Malala produced it. Of course they're going to give it to her because... Okay. Because, of course, they want to see Malala give a speech. But, nope, they went with the elephant whispers. And, you know, that's fine. Um, <laughs> international feature film, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Once again, absolute tragedy that they didn't nominate uh, Decision to Leave. That's what I would have voted for. Mm-hmm. But, hey, you know, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm happy with All Quiet on the Western Front. I think out of this selection, I would have voted for Close. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think, Lily? Um... You don't think. I don't. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, actor in a supporting role, Kihoi Kwan. Everyone knew it. Everyone expected it. It's, it's, uh, this guy just keeps giving the most wholesome, just 
tear-jerking Oscars like speeches ever, and they 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 just break my heart. And seeing him hugging Harrison Ford at the end and giving yeah. him a little kiss on the cheek, Indy and Short Round finally reunited from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, just, it just you know it, it makes a it makes a strong man like myself cry. Mm, yeah. <laughs> What do you any thoughts, Lily? Yeah, I'm really glad he won as well. Uh, actress in supporting role, who won, Lily? Actress? Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis. I oh, think yeah. everyone was very glad to see her finally get yeah. this recognition. Um, I'm happy with it. Yeah, th- this was one of the toughest categories to predict this year. I think Angela Bassett, Carrie Condon, or Jamie Lee Curtis, they all had very good chances of winning. Uh, I predicted Carrie Condon, and I that's another one that I lost. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I, I I'm, 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 I'm happy for Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, I okay, yeah. I don't think her performance in Everything Everywhere is like... It's so freaking incredible, but hey, I'm happy for her. She's amazing, and mm-hmm. every time she gives a speech, I'm like, you know what? You deserve it. Yeah, take it. That speech was so good. The speeches it are was amazing. So great to see everyone just like be so excited for her. She was so surprised. She was shocked. Yeah, she looked amazing, and like Stephanie Sue was so excited for her. Like I think that was like such a funny part when like it flashes over to show Jamie Lee Curtis like getting ready to go up, and like Stephanie Sue is just freaking out as well, just alongside just how happy she is for her. Yeah. So yeah. And then finally, uh, Best Picture. Best Picture went to the one and only, the absolute best picture of last year. It was Lily's favorite movie of 2022. It was my favorite movie of 2022. And it is everything, everywhere, all at once. Any any thoughts, Lily? I mean, I think it was pretty expected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been a long time. I think since Gravity or Slumdog Millionaire, I think since those two films... There hasn't been a movie that has swept this much. Mm. Also, fun fact, this movie broke the record for the most above-the-line wins. So for those of you who don't know, above-the-line is like... Above-the-line is is best picture, best screenplay, best uh, director, director, and best actors. Those are the above-the-line awards. And this film won three acting awards, best picture, best director... And best original screenplay. It won six above-the-line awards, and it beat the record. It is, right now, the film with the most above-the-line awards ever. It is also the most awarded film in film history. In film history? Let that sink in. Like, counting all of the awards all together, small and big. Not only the Oscars, but all awards. Everything everywhere is making history. Yeah. And that makes me very, very, very happy. Me so, yeah. too. That was amazing to see. And like that, seeing them up on stage together like, and how much everyone thanks like and thank you to my crew. But like that is a family like they yeah. love each other yeah. and they are all like so grateful like for each other that like they wouldn't like from what I hear, from what I see. <laughs> um, I don't know any of them personally yet, but yeah, they're just like the way they explain their relationships yeah. to each other couldn't be where they were. Um, up on the stage without each other like there's just so much love between all of them which is really beautiful yeah. to see see them get that recognition i think all in all in general this was a very refreshing oscar uh it's it's really cool to see an oscar uh uh ceremony without controversy you know no one slapped anyone they didn't s- mistakenly announce the wrong winner uh they, <laughs> oh, <it's, yeah. laughs> like nothing happened it all went well and i'm i'm so glad oh, they also didn't do the whole chadwick boseman thing where they left best actor as the final category because they thought chadwick boseman was going to win and they were going to end the ceremony with like this deep Deep, emotional moving speech from Chadwick's widow but no Anthony Hopkins took it so the last award was and he wasn't even there in the ser- 
ceremony. That's a fun way to end. So it the last award of the night was just like best actor goes to Anthony Hopkins, and he's not even here. So good night. <laughs> and it was so yeah. underwhelming. But uh, yeah, you know, first year in a while without controversies. Pretty standard. You know, Jimmy Kimmel, in my opinion, did a good job hosting. You He'd, think? Yeah, he he didn't so, draw attention away from the nominees. Yeah, they let people speak. They didn't cut them off. I mean, eh, they cut like at least two people off. Or, yeah, but uh, I hate when that happens. Yeah, though. like ugh, like I know, like for the sake of time and all, but yeah, it's just like annoying, especially when like if if there's multiple people who won and then the second person who's trying to talk, yeah, and, like, think their people doesn't really get the chance and like you're only up there for a lot of people. It's like I agree, a one time maybe I don't know a few times, but. It's sad. Uh, but yeah. overall, like, the timing was, like, pretty good. Like, I feel like we've seen it get cut off way more than it did yeah. Yeah, yeah. last night. I'm also glad, as I said, that they brought back all categories into the live event and they didn't give yes. any awards during the commercials because that's idiotic and I don't understand why anyone would make that choice. Um, and I'm also glad they brought back the clips. You know, I, I when you're giving out a Best Costume Design Award, I like to see the clips of the different costumes. Yeah. Like. Good stuff. They like brought some of the costumes yeah. on. Like that was cool to see those. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, in the background. Yeah. Yeah. They oh. had like two from each. Like and just like seeing them there. They, yeah. Yeah, and inspired, inspired stuff. So yeah, I guess Lily and I uh will like to let you know the if if the producers of the Oscars are listening to the real world right yeah. now. Uh good job, guys. You, yeah, you killed it. It was pretty good. I, I think the only thing I would complain about is, you know. Maybe don't advertise a movie that is not nominated for the Oscars in the middle of the Oscars. Like, you know, we we don't need to bring in the, the, the leads of The Little Mermaid to advertise their new trailer. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, okay, I know the Oscars air on ABC and I know ABC is aired on Disney, but that's... No, that's it. It, it seems sketchy. Yeah, so just, like, take that as a note for next time is all we're saying. Yeah. Um, but the rest was was decent. Yeah, you're you're on the right track. I also loved the little joke at the beginning when they were like, uh, where Jimmy Kimmel was like, "Hey, and if any of you guys decide that you want to slap me, just know you're gonna have to go through Michelle Yeoh and through Spider Man." <laughs> and they kept cutting. The they kept cutting to all the actors, and it's like Andrew Garfield and like <laughs> Michelle Yeoh was like doing the things, and then he said like, "And last but not least, you're gonna have to get through Guillermo." And you know that Jimmy Kimmel has like like you know. His in in the Jimmy Kimmel show, he works with this guy called Guillermo, who's like very chubby and adorable. Oh. <laughs> but then, and and everyone thought they were gonna cut to him, but instead they cut to Guillermo el Toro, <laughs> and, and el Toro was like started doing like some martial arts stuff, and then they were like, no, no, you're wrong, Guillermo. And then you cut to the chubby, adorable one, like doing this to the camera. Uh, it was funny, fun, fun ceremony. You know, I I want prizes. Lily want balls and a tote bag. By the way, follow Totes by Lils. So that is Lily's art account where she paints tote bags. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Yep. You're We're welcome. advertising all over the place. Hell yeah. Today, yeah, we might as well. The Little Mermaid coming out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we're not advertising that. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay, I, I think that's it for this week's episode. It's a, it's a shorter, breezy, nice, <laughs> sexy, beautiful episode. One, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of sad that Oscar season is over. You know, Oscar season is one of my favorite seasons in, in the year. And, you know, it's it's time to start all over again and start to start predicting what films are going to get nominated next yeah. year. So go back to our episode, whichever one it was, where we talk about movies coming up so you don't miss any yes. for 2023 movies oh that's such a good plug lily look yeah. at you being such a professional mm -hmm. uh but yeah okay uh next week um 
we're gonna we might take a break. It's it's not one hundred percent sure yet, <laughs> but I think most likely we might take a break. So you know, next week from four to five p.m. we will rerun a previous episode. Uh, you know, so that you you guys can come back and you know listen to our beautiful voices. If you guys uh, need a need an extra an extra an extra hour of Lily and Juan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be it for this week's episode. Uh, before I leave, I'm gonna go into our last and final musical break, and we are gonna go listen to the song from the Best Picture winner. This is alive. So Lily, please tell the people that this is how the song is meant to be heard. No, yeah. Not... This is it, guys. Listen this, up. This is it. Okay, and. Here is the song. Bye-bye. This is love.